Welcome back to Water Flying. We are joined today by Steve Getter. He is an SPA board member, field director for the Seaplane Pilots Association. He's president of the Minnesota Seaplane Pilots Association, and he is also general manager of advanced flight training and leasing for Whip Air. Stay tuned. You're listening to Water Flying, a weekly podcast to bring you all things seaplanes. I'm Steve McCoy, the Executive Director of the Seaplane Pilots Association. And I'm Abby Kellett, Assistant to the Executive Director at the Seaplane Pilots Association, and I'm also a flight instructor in seaplanes. The Seaplane Pilots Association is committed to protecting and promoting water flying. We achieve this by working to maintain and expand waterway access. We promote seaplane safety, create educational programs, produce the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community, and we create exciting seaplane events. We want to continue to improve this podcast, and we encourage your feedback. Feel free to reach out to us if there is anything you would like to hear in future episodes. So thanks for listening. Let's jump right in. Well, here we are at Air Venture 2021 in the Whip Air booth with our good friend Steve Getter from so many different hats. There's a hat rack here in the booth that uh, I can't keep track of. And uh, thank you for taking time out of the show to sit down with us. But thank you for having me here. It's uh, exciting to sit down and talk with you. This is a great week. Uh, it's fun to be in the Whip Air booth, fun to be back at AirVenture. Uh, I've been having a great week, fun to be around airplanes. Awesome. Yeah, and Whip Air has some real nice aircraft here. So we are currently at the Whip Air booth show center, and there's a caravan out there. There's a carbon cub out there. What else we got? We've got a Boss 182. The Boss nice. 182 I actually got to fly in. First time I've flown a airplane into the show that uh, is on display. It was an awesome feeling to talk to the tower and tell them I'm headed to show center, taxi and put the airplane on display. You're yeah, flying an airplane in, that people want to look at. That's pretty yeah, cool. Don't put me in the uh, cheap seats. Uh, we're going <laughs> right to show center. Yeah, we're just exactly. going to, yeah. Exactly. So I think everyone would appreciate, you know, kind of an overview of who you are. So like Steve said, you're wearing a lot of hats for I, SBA, MSPA. You got Whip Air now. And so who, who are you? Who am I? How'd your I, journey start? I am a guy who fell in love with seaplane flying. Uh, always loved seaplanes. Like I think many people do. You look at a seaplane, and it, it's a romance of water and flying. Uh, my grandfather actually served on a seaplane tender in World War II. So oh, there's wow. A, there's cool. a little bit tie back to that uh, for me as well. But I think I'm the poster child for the people that say, what would I ever do with a seaplane rating? And so, you know, I'm not going to spend the money on that. Well, my wife went and got her seaplane rating in a Husky on Whip Air Amphibs, actually. Awesome. And she had so much fun doing that rating, and I had always wanted to do it. I thought, well, I'm going I'm to go do it. I did mine in a uh, 172 on straight floats. And... Never thought we'd get to touch a seaplane. A real, again. yeah, get but, to. Uh, our friends at Adventure Seaplanes actually let us start renting an airplane f- from them, and probably scary thing, you know, my wife and I, two instructors in an airplane together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we went out, and we, after about thirteen, fourteen hours, we went out and started flying the airplanes together, and learning how to uh, to fly them, having some adventures, uh, learning as yeah. we went. I uh, started to go on some 
trips to the lakes in northern Minnesota. After our first year of flying the uh, plane, uh, we did a trip back from Florida. Uh, yeah, it, you actually it, it, did straight, a straight floater. Straight, <laughs> yeah, straight float trip from Florida back to Minnesota where uh, Adventure Seaplanes operates in the summer. What and, a great opportunity. Oh, I want you to go on a 25-hour cross-country with someone else's fuel and airplane. It, it's about 14 hours. But, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, absolute great adventure. And after that first trip was asked, do you want to start doing some discovery flights for me? Did some discovery flights? Well, do you want to start teaching for me? So that's really how I started building my seaplane time, was found, found an, a niche and an opportunity and, and jumped in there. As I said, I fell in love with seaplane flying. And a, a friend of ours was on the board of directors of MSPA at the time. and he, Which uh, is the Minnesota Seaplane Pilots yeah, Association, yes, thank for you, those Steve. of you that are listening. Uh, and my, my friend Randy twisted my arm behind my back and said, I need a treasurer. And that's, he's a big guy, so that's why a twist. <laughs> uh, so started on the board as the treasurer of the organization, did that for a few years. When Randy was the president at the time, moved on, uh, I stepped into his very large shoes. And uh, my wife is actually now the treasurer, so we're half of the board of directors of the wow. Minnesota Seaplane <laughs> Pilots Association. So it's a amazing. family affair. You know, going from someone who you saw it as romantic, kind of a fantasy thing, and then that's, you do you do it for a couple different jobs. I mean, if you're working for the SPA, and then you got the Minnesota Seaplane Pilots Association, and also Whip Air. So the fact that you've really found a way to embed yourself in this community is pretty awesome. You know, we'll talk about my job at Advanced Flight Training and Leasing in a bit, but uh, I truly feel like I've started my uh, retirement gig about 20, <laughs> 25 years earlier than I probably was supposed to retire. So That's great. I mean, uh, doing what you love and being able to immerse yourself in the community uh, is such a uh, great thing. So, well, it, and it's been neat. MSPA, the, the people that you meet and opportunities that you have by doing those volunteer type activities. That's how I ended up, Steve. As you know, yeah, uh, you recruited me onto the SPA board because of my role with the Minnesota Sea Plane. Yeah, we really thought it was important uh, because you guys are one of the largest, one of the two largest regional uh, seaplane pilots association, and very active as well. We're, we're a very active group. We have uh, about 300 members. Uh, our goal as an organization is uh, we have a, a couple uh, primary portions of our mission. First, we want to protect access to waterways uh, yep. in, in Minnesota. Uh, and, of course, that ties right in with the SPA uh, goals. We also want to make sure that people are safe in operating their airplanes because that, that's important for all of us as a aviation community to make sure people are safe and following good practices. Minnesota, the water gets fairly hard in the winter. Yes. <laughs> so we are only flying a portion of the year. So we do a safety seminar. It's typically been in May. May. Huh. Uh, last year with COVID, we moved it to September. Our membership really liked having it in September. We're doing that again this year. Yeah, so hopefully Abby and I will be flying a Super Cub in. But, and, and I believe you're speaking. I am <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, he says that with, uh, and you're speaking. <laughs> yeah, you're on the list, Steve. <laughs> 
So it's great. And uh, you guys have been really leading the way on invasive species, too, in, in Minnesota with the Minnesota SPA. Your work in a state that it's very important uh, to do the work has been tremendous. And we have an excellent relationship with the Minnesota Department of Natu- Natural Resources. We're very supportive. They're, they're extremely supportive. Uh, they actually operate uh, seaplanes of their own. Uh, they come and they participate at our annual member meetings. They participate at our safety seminar, our pig roast that we have, uh, presenting about invasive species, presenting about best practices with seaplane operating for, from lake to lake. So it's great to be in a state that has uh, a, a very supportive uh, Department of Natural Resources. So I, I shout out uh, Jason Jensen if you're uh, yes. listening to the podcast. Our good yes. He's Th- an thank amazing. you very much for all you do for MSPA. Yeah, and the Seaplane Pilots Association. He's working with us as well, and he is such a great resource. Uh, so, Jason, we really appreciate your work. Uh, and this safety seminar, we really, I want to spend a moment to talk on this because so much of our mission is safety oriented. And as people hear over and over on the podcast, this safety seminar is one of the best events. It's a multi day event, plus, it's a, a great social event. But again, the safety side of it is really, uh, I give you guys so much credit for it. Um, and we have great speakers. It, it's a great event. I think we've continued to approve the event year over year. We try to have a keynote speaker on uh, Saturday evening that may be seaplane related, may not be seaplane related. Uh, last year, our keynote speaker was uh, Doug Rosendahl who, uh, of the Commemorative Air Force, flew that's all brother across Normandy for a uh, anniversary of uh, D-Day. Uh, you know, so stories like that. This year we have a gen- gentleman named uh, Kerry McNulty. He has a, uh, just wrote a book called Ferry Pilot, Nine Lives Across the <laughs> North Atlantic. Wow. Uh, he'll be our keynote speaker this year. But we also bring in uh, people with various safety messages. Uh, Richard McSpadden ha- from uh, AOPA has been a speaker multiple years uh, we have also have local talent that uh, comes in and shares safety message this year whip air is sponsoring the second annual poker run the friday before the uh, the friday that the event starts uh we'll, pilots fly to five different lakes pick up a set of cards and see who Yes, fly out. And and Whip Air started that last year, doing that as a fundraiser for MSPA. That's awesome. And set the stage because it's really a beautiful location that this occurs in. It's uh, at the Madden's Resort on uh, Gull Lake. And it it is an absolutely beautiful classic resort. If you think of northern Minnesota and what one of those older resorts from times gone by might look like. That's what you look at at with the shoreline. Uh, About probably 300, 400 feet of shoreline. You've got seaplanes lined up, you know, 30 to 40 seaplanes on a a good year lined Mm -hmm. up along the beach. It's absolutely beautiful. There's a grass runway. I was going to say, it's unique because it has a grassed airstrip as well. Exactly. So we'll have people fly in on land as, as well as... And I'd like to thank Ben and his father, who are also lifetime members of the Seaplane Pilots Association. So, yeah, and Ben Thurger and Brian Thurger are the uh, proprietors of the Madden's Resort. Yeah, that's awesome. Wonderful. So I'm really looking forward to the event. Steve's promising me a ride up there, and 
that'll be a great benefit to members. We're going to write about that. We're going to document it, and we're going to make sure that you guys get that information on if you're making a cross-country in a seaplane. So we want to get that information to you. I'm really looking forward to the trip and the seminar, and it's interesting just to see you know, these two organizations. I mean, they're paralleled in mission, right? I mean, promoting Absolutely. and protecting seaplane yeah. flying, the water flying community, safety, um, you know, education, all that good stuff. It's just more obviously pinpointed to Minnesota. Exactly. So kind of backing up here, can you give can, us... Can I jump in with Absolutely. one thing, Abby? Absolutely. I just realized the one thing that we haven't talked about is the dates of the safety center. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about it. We're talking about it. But when is it? It, it is... Uh, Sometime in September. <laughs> September 17th through the 19th Wonderful. at the uh, lovely Madden's Resort on Gull Lake in the Brainerd, Minnesota area. Would love to have people join us. Land plane pilots, seaplane pilots... Anyone who's just interested in aviation, come hang out with us. Have a fun weekend. Yeah, you're going to learn something. If you want to immerse yourself in the seaplane community and see what it's about, you're going to see a great variety of aircraft, and you're going to have a great opportunity to spend time with seaplane pilots learning what our life is like. And we definitely advocate. You know, we've done seminars before. We did one in February with the lake community, and you learn so much being around other people, talking to people that have had these experiences. So highly recommend you just continue to educate yourselves. But kind of backing up, can you give us sort of an overview of seaplane flying in Minnesota? Like the pilots, like what, what's happening in Minnesota? Yeah, it, it, it's a, a great group of, of pilots. Obviously, mm-hmm. it, as I said earlier, our water turns fairly hard for a, a good portion it's of a the year. It's a little chilly. It gets a bit chilly. So it's, it's a fun place to fly. We're, we say we're the land of 10,000 lakes. Minnesotans typically are a little bit modest. We've got uh, somewhere over 11,000 lakes, but uh, it's, it's the it's land, not as catchy, land of 10,000. <laughs> land of 11,000 lakes, huh? Uh, we have great access to water in Minnesota. If you're flying in the Twin Cities metro area, MnDOT publishes a certain a list of lakes that we're allowed to land on. Once you get outside of the metro area, it's pretty much open for what, whatever. If you see a body of water that you can get into, go ahead and pop into that body of water and do some takeoffs and landings. Um, Very similar to Florida. Yeah, the access and the number of water, uh, even more water than we have, right. actually. Yeah. So, uh, Abby, I'll tell you the difference between Florida and Minnesota flying, and you're going to love this when you're up there. And this surprised me. The first time I flew the plane back from Florida, got down there, and we're... Sp- we needed to spin an airplane around. And it was a very involved process of putting ropes on cleats and pulling and right. pushing and spinning the airplane around. In Minnesota, we just hop in the water, grab the float. <laughs> there are no alligators. The there are no, no uh, black water. Or water moccasins. So <laughs> Okay, that does sound pretty nice. So, yeah, it, it's a, there are no cypress knees. Very nice. All right. So kind of a nice overview of what's going on up there. So just a very welcoming place. And the fact that you have such a good partner in the Department of Natural Resources, is that right? Yeah, that's Minnesota correct. DNR. So that's wonderful. Huge shout out to them, you know, just continuing to work with, you know, those those regulators and the people that can help us keep that water open. So I think I I think we're good with Minnesota, Minnesota Seaplane Pilots Association. Anything else you would like to cover for that? Looking very forward to having both of you up there in September. Yes. Looking I, forward I to being wanna, there. Yeah. I do want to put a quick plug in uh hopefully this podcast airs in the next week. it'll be yeah it will uh, be september or i'm sorry august 8th we the are pig roast we are having our pig roast 
Uh, so th this is at the Surfside Seaplane Base in Lino Lakes, which is just north of uh, Minneapolis. And we'll have about 200 people there, live music. We'll have... Also grass and water runways again, so you can fly runways. in in your land plane. And we'll, we'll have uh, pork, we'll have turkey, we'll have a lot of sides. Love people to show up and, again, partake in the seaplane lifestyle. So go on to the MSPA website at? I believe it is... <laughs> minnesotaseaplanes.com yes so look up minnesota seaplane pilots association on the uh, just google them uh, go there and look for the pig roast and for the safety seminar so you can put it on your calendar you can also find more information on events that we like to put out on our website our new seaplanes.org yes, on our website. calendar it'll be on the it's on your water landing directory app if you go to the event section and we also list them in our magazine so if you ever want to check out what events are around you and whatever state you're currently in you can check out those different places so wonderful all right minnesota seaplane flying great looking forward to it so i think moving on to what you do for whip air now so as general manager advanced flight training and leasing what'd that mean <laughs> <laughs> so it, advanced flight training and leasing is we're a, a standalone company uh supporting owned by uh, same entities that own Whip Air, the, the Whiplinger family, uh, we are focused on training in amphibious turbine airplanes and supporting transition training to any customers of Whip Air, providing flight reviews, insurance checkouts, and uh, training for amphibious caravans, as well as our very unique Fireboss aircraft that is produced by the Fireboss uh, LLC. Yeah, and so these are very unique aircraft with very unique operating characteristics that need some pretty specific training. Yeah, in the Fireboss aircraft, for people that are not familiar, is a air tractor which we put on amphibious floats, and those floats actually have scoops in the bottom of them. The air tractor has a 800-gallon hopper and the water is transferred via the floats up into that hopper, we can inject fire retardant foam into the water. After, And they take on that 800 gallons, by the way, in about 15 seconds. So they just uh, land, well, step taxi, pick it up? Yeah, stay on the step, take back off, awesome. and go back to fight fires. It, it's a... Uh, all of the pilots I have talked to that are flying the Fireboss aircraft talk about what a great tool it is and in, in the the multitude of tools that are used for fighting forest fires uh, it, it's a great tool it's uh, very useful in its efficiency in being able to get into smaller bodies of water scoop up that water and get back onto the fire very quickly yeah the uh, return rate is very high which is what the, f the fire community is looking for is that how much can you dump how fast and how many trips can you make and very few airplanes none of the land-based airplanes can turn as fast as the uh, water-based airplanes um, i know for me as the executive director of the seaplane pilots association one of the things i really like about the fire boss's mission is it's a way that we can use utilize seaplanes 
to benefit the non-flying community. So I mean, it's look a, at Colorado. Yeah, I mean, we're in Colorado, we've been fighting fires uh, with the seaplanes. And in most states, uh, especially in the West right now, um, amphibious airplanes are being used very aggressively. And, and Australia, all over the world, uh, they've become a major component of the wildfire fighting uh, resources. And there are currently 135 Fireboss aircraft that are operating worldwide. 24 of those are in the U.S. And Whip Air, uh, Fireboss LLC continues to see great, uh, great sales and great demand for those floats and converting air tractors into the Fireboss aircraft. And what an exciting ride for the pilots. I mean, what more could you want than to be in a single pilot ship kind of doing these fighter style maneuvers where you get to go bomb water on on targets and stuff i mean for me it's kind of a dream job but i could see you know how important the training would be like the students that come through like what i teach you better know how much a gallon of water weighs if it's picking up that much water you got to know how to operate gallons and then high density like i mean there's all those considerations so the training must be absolutely vital and, and that's and that's our goal is to really step up the training that is available to the operator community as they're bringing pilots in a lot of the pilots that they're bringing in come from agricultural backgrounds spraying backgrounds or come from a ordinance dispersal uh, background uh, a10 pilots tend to awesome uh, awesome do, transition do, do yeah. well to, to go into the fire boss type it's uh, their type of operations. Flying. Uh, but it, our training focuses on the emergency procedures in the airplane, how to fly uh, the seaplane operations, the water operations that they may not have had in an agricultural ba- background. Sure. But, of course, you must already be seaplane rated. So you're not doing initial training, adding it onto your certificate. Co- correct. We're not doing initial uh, training. So okay. people come to us with a single-engine C rating, We'll get them up to speed in the Fireboss aircraft or up to speed in a caravan-type uh, aircraft as they're transitioning into that uh, amphibious turbine-operating uh, environment. Very nice. And there's also a leasing component of this new division as well, which is uh, explain why it's important for this uh, the leasing options. Sure. So we have uh, lease assets. One, one of our lease assets is actually a two-seat Fireboss aircraft that... Uh, in the off season, we use to train pilots in. In the on season, we actually are currently leasing it to a operator, and it is out actively fighting fires, uh, and uh, you know, do, doing good for the the firefighting community, aerial firefighting community. Um, Very nice. Yeah, that's great, and and even commercial operators on the uh, caravans as well. Yeah, so we'll also be looking at leasing floats. If there are commercial operators that are looking to lease floats, fire boss operators that are looking to lease floats, if something gets damaged during operation, you don't want an airplane that is supposed to be making revenue. Fighting fires or making revenue. Or flying passengers sitting around because you've dinged up some floats. So while Whip Air is repairing a set of floats, an operator can come to advanced flight training and leasing and lease a set of floats from us to keep their aircraft in operation. And I think it's important to point out that the environment that these aircraft are operating in, they might get dinged. I mean, it's like what you're doing in the fire boss and where you're going to 
to fight these fires. So it's a pretty, I don't want to say common occurrence, but it could happen. And it, so the importance of it's this a program higher to risk keep operation. Yeah. Yes, you're flying in, especially with the lower uh, water levels and the reservoirs now out in the west. Uh, they're not necessarily free of uh, water debris. Sure, absolutely. So nothing against the pilots. You know, things are going to happen. It's that kind of environment. And so what you're saying, it just keep them flying. Keep keep, keep them flying. Yeah, it's important. And, and, and we want to be one of the tools that they have to be able to keep their assets in the air by leasing equipment from us. Wonderful. Well, it's a you know it's wonderful to see the constant evolution of Whip Air and and the products and services that they provide because this company is always leading the way with what they're doing, and uh, it's exciting. This is big news. But it is exciting. I, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, Whip Air is a third generation family owned company, about 170 people, based in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, so Whip Air. Fireboss LLC, Advanced Flight Training and Leasing, all based out of the Whip Air Complex uh, in St. Paul. It's been a, I've been here now, Steve, about two and a half months. It's been a great place to work. Uh, felt so welcomed coming in the door, of course, with the engagement with MSPA and SPA. Yeah. Uh, I knew a lot of the people that I'm working with right. as, as I came in, but uh, okay. it, it, it's a dream job for me. I'm very happy to be here. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope the the noise that we've been having outside the booth here hasn't been too bad because we've had helicopters and it doesn't sound like there's anything too extreme going on outside, but that's the background noise of an air show. We get the Bell 47s every, uh, every round they go around. So yeah. It's just nice to be back at uh, Air Venture and uh, in Oshkosh with all of my airplane friends and colleagues and getting to see airplanes. Exactly. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time, really. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, till next time. Thank you for listening. And from AirVenture 2021, we'll talk to you soon. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive Water Flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.